Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous and our Mage of the Awakening Chronicle Into the West. This is episode 36, Confronting Fears. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Occultus Anonymous, sponsored by Roll20, the Onyx Path, and viewers just like you. Uh, thank you, everybody who supports us, follows, hangs out on Discord, uh, shares memes, shares your stories, shares our videos to some friends maybe um and a special shout out to all our patrons who support us monetarily and uh pass some uh money our way it is greatly appreciated uh shout outs to zero out of ten vampire food adele al alexander bernie buck chandra chris Clara, Doggo de Lune, Emil, fun, uh, Flippin' Fearful for free counsel for Sonas. Man, you gotta change that on <laughs> one of these days. Fuzzo Super Ali, George, insert funny name here. James, Jenny, John, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. That's gonna mess me up. John, Josh, Julian, Cat Feathers. Uh, that's true, I should next time. Klaus, Crazyman1772, Michael, Milo V3, Ms. Grumpy, Moku, Mozart D Minor, Noba, Not Noctal, Other Guy, Perry, uh, Puppeteer, Riafio, Ryan, Shaksara, Terran, Terrible Heathen Who Likes It Cold, Thomas, Ususama, <laughs> Vortex, Falcon, and Zoltan. Uh, thank you all for your support. We greatly appreciate you. Um, yes, righto. Why do it feel? It feels like I don't have enough tabs open. We'll see what I'm missing later, I guess. Um, so, all my, your notes. Uh, no, because I've got those. Mage the Awakening. Then. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, though. Actually, that's a good point. I should actually open my ST notes in Conca, because uh, this time I was I, I did I did good. I actually like organized some shit. Wow. We're gonna, we're gonna, well, I, I, I made them. Yes, thank you, Ash. Oh, 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 <laughs> Listen oh, here. Oh, yeah. Somebody's gonna yeah, stay at Gnosis One. <laughs> just not looked at them. Yeah. Uh, no, you say Gnosis Two in here. Yeah, it's supposed to say three. Oh, let me go edit my note to myself. Um, and it's Prime Two. Sorry, I'm gonna cut that out of the YouTube. I can't get away with nothing. Uh, and yes, Craig's beard is still amazing. I believe he just got it touched up. Uh, I know. Um, oh, yes, my notes. Uh, so when we last left the uh, the gang, uh, everybody was waking up from uh, from Ooh. dreams, dreams and, and a night of nightmares. Um, it is enough that uh, it is not enough that you actually do not sleep so everybody still regains their willpower but it is a very kind of tossy turny um actually i think it's a very deep sleep and a there is no like oh it's a nightmare and wake yourself up nope enjoy eight or so hours of you know terrible nightmares uh we went over the big major ones um and because questions came up uh, in chat, I just wanted to bring up, um, no, Cassiterum bracelets do not do anything to a mage. They're just a broken flute. Uh, yeah, I didn't catch that on the first go. Oh. I read that yesterday and was like, oh, that's so rude. <laughs> Sorry, bud. I figured it was um, something about making it so that you couldn't interact with spirits yeah. by like, it, it, binding it does your have hands that. in it. Mm -hmm. It does have that, yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, it's yeah. None of these are pleasant dreams at all. Um, and feel free to uh, adjust my narrative here a little bit. But as you all are getting up with, I imagine not necessarily sluggishness because of course everybody slept well, but there is the lingering thoughts that everybody is kind of dwelling on and kind of shaking off. Um, and you can see that, you know, Rilla similarly has a, a little bit of a, you know, look on her face. Uh, not necessarily that you all immediately jump, can jump to the conclusion that you all had bad dreams. I'm sure that's going to come how's up here Jules? shortly. <laughs> how's, how's Jules? Um, Jules seems... Um, hmm. Uh... A little, a little more down than normal, but uh, he does not have the same kind of like haunted looks that you all might. Um, yeah, doesn't doesn't appear, you know, out of the ordinary. I do actually have notes about what happened to Jules. Cool. Every now and then, man, I actually do notes. <laughs> oh yeah. If I can flavor your description a little, I think it's safe to say that we're all physically rested, but mentally exhausted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, definitely this morning, Gisela is just quiet. Imagine everyone is doing their associated camp chores, kind of mm -hmm. by rote. Theo's not leaping into breakfast this morning. Okay. It's kind of introspective. Hmm. Somebody wants a prodder, she will, but otherwise, she, if oh. somebody wants to step in and do it. Cloak definitely will, considering the conversation that happened immediately before we went to sleep. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I'll uh, describe it. So, so when Cloak wakes up, he goes right into meditation as usual. Because, I mean, as, as is his, his way, right? You go through traumatic experiences. One of the best ways to, to ground yourself is routine, especially salubrious routine. So. After his morning meditations, yeah, uh, Theo is kind of walking around sluggishly, not really getting into things. Then Kajer and approach and say, You seem dour. That wasn't a pleasant night. What do you mean? Um spend my night experiencing warning for seed I, I don't know exactly what it was warning or prophecy um, but it took me places I was not happy to be at did you seem to have lost control and I don't know if it was like I don't know if it grew from the conversation we had kind of helping me make up my mind about things. I saw something too. And I think I should share it with you all. And if you saw something based on what I believe happened means that we should all discuss this together. Or ritual. Yeah. That makes sense. And then, um, Cloak, like, I imagine that maybe Theo looks away at, at a certain point, still feeling a little down. And then Cloak tries to lean back in and get her eye contact again. And say, remember, 
you will become what you choose to become. Nothing more and nothing less. And a thought is what terrifies me more than anything else. That I could end up like I saw through choices that I made. Hmm. We'll talk more. I think Rilla kind of adds in because uh, I imagine you guys are not having this conversation too far away, and Rilla is is definitely doesn't need to be private, right? Um, uh, Rilla definitely is like when sees that Theo's slow to go make food. Rilla doesn't mind stepping in, um, and from your conversations, that was kind of her thing when you know Mortimer and Jules and her were traveling. She made breakfast and you know cooked, um, and so you know seeing that Theodosia kind of adopted mom is not making dinner okay or breakfast so she'll step in and you know looking at Theo as what kind of things did you see if you are comfortable telling me I was a dark future uh, where I had was building seemed like a necropolis place for dead things the dead things were walking around dark skies there was an overlord like you read about in fairy tale stories I was the evil witch well that doesn't sound too bad Yeah, except Catherine and Felicia were not there. Like, and that hits Rilla because R- Rilla lives there and goes, "Oh." Um, and there's and the you like are alone in your city of the dead. Yep, and they weren't just not there; they were consciously absent. There's the like the half arm hug as as Rilla is is you know moving cooking utensils and, you know, things like that. And okay. Well, now my dream doesn't seem as bad. It's not pie. Your dream can be bad for you without making mine less bad for me. No. Mine was... Well, yours felt sounds you know... Uh, a danger of the future. Mine, I, it's like the balancing point for a number of disasters, and I had no control over what was going to happen. I can drive with that. Drive in 1846. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and, you know, Rilla looks over at you know, there, there's that questioning glance of what did she, I mean, was what happened in your dream? I appeared to be a captive of my gender and of my station. In- oh. <laughs> Rilla, Rilla can connect with that. Um, 
on a plantation in the east with all of the comforts that the world has to offer. Oh, that's foul. Gross. Her eyes kind of move over to Cloak and, you know, kind of, there's a little nod and then says, you felt something? Saw something? I, I witnessed something. I am no longer merely at the whims of my dreams. However, I also watched something that I did not choose to create. It's what led me to believe that there was something else going on. However, what I witnessed was about power and about choice and was, in a way, a likely conclusion if I were to no longer exert the same control I do over the abilities you saw me exercise against those tigers. A warlord, then? An oppressor. But much the same. I witnessed my rise to power in Purgatory Bluff. Which, of course, suggests an exercise of power elsewhere. And were we present? Coke now thinks, and he's like, I don't remember seeing you. But that's because when you're so focused on your own gains, you tend to ignore everyone else. None of you were in mine either. What was yours? I was alone, run out of town as a witch. We were too blatant, and when time started getting bad, became scapegoats. And so I had to leave. Hmm. And your family? No, they had gone back to Germany to my mother's hometown because things have been going so well. Perhaps we aren't cursed after all. Why would you not have joined them? I can't join them. It was part of getting rid of the curse. When did you get rid of the curse? Before we came here. Before we left. <laughs> like, yeah, similar to, to, to Chris's face here, I think Rilla is basically saying, thing. Oh! Oh! There's hope? Okay! And like... Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> I can tell you how I did it. Yours seems to be a bit bigger. You might not be able to use the same method, but a similar one. 
Oh, okay. Well. I made a deal with the Supernal. Oh. <laughs> so you have to be willing to pay what they ask. I knew it wasn't going to be that easy. It's not free. No. And you shall, what, never set foot upon the soil of your homeland? Yep. Steve Price. Worth it, I think. To end this. Save both on my father and for the future. Save yourself. And yet, in this dream, you are left bereaved, almost. I still think it's worth it to free them. And the rest of it? Burned at the stake? I can start over. It won't be easy, but... Rilla kind of grins and says, it isn't, but then, and kind of looks around to literally everybody here who, before coming to Purgatory Bluff, coming to Purgatory Bluff, restarted. Go further west, perhaps? I hear San Francisco signs. (laughs) And so we are to believe that this is another leg of our journey. Another welcoming gift from our host. Something that was put upon us. But it seems cloak, so... Seems beyond coincidence that all of us should have this. I would like to if you're all willing, explore these together. Because I think we might be able to discern something more about whoever wrote the journal and whoever shared these visions with us. I'd like for us all, and then he, of course, motions to Jules and Rilla and says, that includes you two. I'd like for us all to join in a dreamscape where we can share what we saw so that we can collectively understand the significance. Do we have time for that? Like Rilla looks over to Theodosia, keeper of the journal. Funny you should say that. Take a day of rest for body and mind. Confront your nightmares and fears. We'll never be free of your doubts and worries as one of the wise. You will have to weigh actions and consequences, burdening your soul to do what must be done for those who cannot. That's our instructions for today. How fitting. Seems like this is precisely what we're meant to do. Like at that point, Rilla like settles back and like pulls out like a couple extra like pans and is like, but but I'm going to make damn good breakfast and like we're going to be here. We're not rushing. Yeah. I'd like to go first. Gog nods and says, that's okay with me. I'm, I'm fine with that. 
and the immediate thing that comes to mind that perhaps I'll be looking for is that mine and well, perhaps Rilla's dream seems, at least the way we have told them so far, to differ from three of yours. Ours seem to be things done to us rather than the consequences of our actions. Throw this other or a thing that you allowed to happen to you. By inaction or action. We're all a product of circumstance and its interaction with choice. Each and every one of us and everything that happens to us. Even if you're a slave, and he says that with tremendous emphasis, you have an opportunity to respond to your circumstances and to influence how it makes you who you are. And I know that much more than many others. Isabel's been like cleaning and maintaining her revolvers throughout this conversation. Mm-hmm. And she just like pointedly looks down. If I have an opportunity to choose, there is no timeline in which that shall happen to me. I admire your confidence. Hmm. Determination. So after we eat, let's join in the dreamscape. Everybody kind of gathers round the fire is as good a meditation spot as any. We're talking about the whole telepathy linking shared. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Um, hmm. um, just for Craig's knowledge, how long is this going to take in game time? Like time is linear when we're in that, or is it fairly quick? I mean, setting it up is, yeah, I mean, time is linear. Uh, but yeah, it is you know, the speed of thought. So in terms of of mechanics, speed of drama. Uh, (laughs) And uh, we've been there before. So Mm -hmm. the four of us went into the dreamscape once before. So this is the same kind of experience that the um, coven members other than Rilla and Jules, Rilla and Jules. um, So so Theo might know what it's like. Plot wise, I could see this like taking most of the morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do not imagine it will take. Yeah all that long right yeah, the reason I'm asking is because Theo has some stuff that she wants to do sure. so mm-hmm. also because yeah, if we're moving in dream time you can take four hours and make it feel like four right. years mm-hmm. exactly yeah like I said the, the big thing here is this is definitely speed of plot uh, I hope that this day of introspection does not take two sessions but uh, <laughs> yeah 
So yeah, definitely no need to roll up the spell unless you're uh, needing specifically the uh, exceptional success or anything like that. No. Okay. Um, I can just roll that. Just roll the dice. See what happens. Um, but yeah. Uh, good. Max, you want your bonus. Five, so. Stuff. That's an exceptional. Oh, that reminds me. Mm -hmm. I have updated the spell template. <clears throat> oh, cool. How is it new? Cool. It does the math for you. Oh, and just tells you the number at the end so you don't have to yep. add. Yeah, it's all listed there. And cool. so if we do need to make adjustments, but yeah, if you scroll up a little bit in chat, you'll see the new little total button or total cool. little thing. Yeah, so that's there now. Uh, awesome. Unfortunately. Say again. Just while he was working on the spell, Theo was going to lean in and have a quick word with sure. Isabel. Oh, sure. I admire your determination, but speaking as a mother, never say never. There are things I could never imagine doing unless my daughter was at risk. I might do something I would never imagine doing for her. Um, she just kind of like glances over at Jules and then looks back at you. It's like, that wasn't the part I objected to. But I appreciate it. <laughs> ah. See, I misunderstood. You'll see. Uh, and, oh, yeah, we had the exceptional success. Um, yep. And uh, I imagine for the four of you, it's a quick step into, I imagine, this spot standing around the campfire. Just there's yeah. a little kind of foggy. I like that. Go ahead. Can I mm -hmm. put a condition on everyone in the course of this? Oh, yes, because it's an exceptional success. Perfect. Mm -hmm. And I want it to be um, something like open-minded mm -hmm. or yielding, right? Whatever is going to lead to people feeling or be more inclined um, to share without feeling violated. Mm -hmm. That kind of open, welcoming space yeah. kind of thing. Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. The group gets this condition and can resolve cool. it for a beat well, actually, no, you can't resolve it for a beat because we changed yeah, the yeah. way that works anyways. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> no free five kind of <laughs> by four king beats. In there. You know, like if, if Legba... You feel less inhibited about sharing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly, yeah. If Legba's trying to cultivate understanding and connection, right? This is a, right. a crossroads yeah, for the coven. So. Um, so, yeah, we have the four of you kind of just stepping up from, you know, your sitting space there around the campfire familiar with where you're at and Jules and Rilla kind of looking around for a second and having not quite grasped everything for a second and then starting to understand and uh, I think like there's a, a flicker of like Rilla's clothing um, as like she thinks of herself in a dream and you know um, it changes attire from the you know 
frontier travel attire to something she's more comfortable, you know, probably you know more teacherly outfit and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. As you know, she. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it is this also is the time first for... time that Rilla and Jules, I think, have seen, um, Legba's astral self. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that because uh, I don't know if the dream necessarily counts as the astral in the well yeah i guess why wouldn't it yeah well it's how uh, he thinks of himself all the time anyway right yeah, exactly you know, so and stuff. that's all i mean right regardless yeah that's true um but yeah so they kind of stand up and start to observe the world <laughs> and yeah there's you know recognition of cloak becoming legba and oh Okay, so this is what this is like, because I'm sure you guys have at one point or another talked about it. So, um, but then, you know, Jules kind of prompts and says, and, you know, looking over the fire and nods at Petricor and, you know, says, um, I believe the floor is yours. Um, And she, like, pulls out her flute and, like, very like like television show flashback sort of thing where she like starts telling the story and then it just goes into it and then it becomes more of a almost narration sort of thing. Uh, and it's yeah, it's it's Petricor. Um with obviously with child and sitting on the porch of a plantation. While it is, what did what did you say last week? Being aggressively worked. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, nice, pretty dress. Yeah. With uh, recognizable bands of cassiterum around her wrist, and uh, uh, an older gentleman that looks very similar to her and a younger gentleman that would appear to be her husband uh, walking out amongst the uh, cotton slaves. Sure. Imagine like everybody else here, well, even Patrick or herself probably looking at this in a third person like Mm -hmm. ghostly selves probably maybe even this is a snapshot everything kind of frozen in time Uh cat cat tax what do you want well Mm -hmm. this place is well it's southern That's the kindest thing you can say about it. Tell for the majority of people who live here. Mm-hmm. This is how I imagine most of the United States to be right now. Rilla and Jules. No, the. I mean, there's definitely work everywhere, and but up north it's. Well, 
it's still work, but it's less plantations. It's not. Mm-hmm. Egalitarian, perhaps. But it's not like this. I don't mean the the onerous work. I mean the subjugation. Yes. Uh, class stratification. Yes. I'd be surprised if there's any place in this country where my people are not treated like this right now. Purgatory Bluff. I'm still, and we are still sometimes, faced with disrespect and hostility over your point stands. Hmm. Rilla, <laughs> I apologize because leaning a little into a gender stereotype is inspecting the dress um, that Petrichor is, uh, you know, wearing and, you know, kind of brings up that um these symbols are um, yeah. familiar unfortunately is there and the open mm, yeah but so are well, you know, other symbols this, this dream purports me to have been reconnected with my father who I know to have been, or I am told was, one of their agents. Do you know he's dead? I do not. I imagined it. I grieved for my parents. I never left the my husband's estate once I arrived there. So if there was a funeral, I was not there. And we know Sears are liars. Unless uh, the truth hurts more. Yeah. I am Almost scared to do this, but I'm going to see what horrors the spiritual world has here. And she'll open her sight. Oh, what would be here? Imagine, yeah, uh, that there are no spirits here because uh, this is the, I mean, it's literally the dream, right? But the the resonance here is right. quite obviously violence, nasty. blood, greed, violence, blood, greed, tyranny. Yeah. yeah, the the whole shebang. Yeah, as much as it is like her trying to investigate the scene, it's also testing the limits of the dream. Of mm -hmm. how much has been sent to us. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Of how whole a vision it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think so. If there's if there's no spirits and stuff, that that is as telling as 
if, if there were, were right yeah no That's it is definitely point. to to kind of add on to that yeah you can see resonance but where in the real world resonance is almost a patchwork and mm -hmm. like a stripe of various resonance this is like somebody took a big paintbrush and went that's all bad that's all bad that's blood and just you know big swath of paint with no you know uh, uh and it's done yeah a scenic painting rather than a portrait there you go i like that yeah yeah no variation or anything like that so it's very like this is what the feel should be and you definitely got that right. in the dream but that was right. yeah yeah i want to look at basically just turn on my mage site and I feel like if this is actually like your future, mm -hmm. see, like if there's actually a time connection there, or is this or a fake connection or a thing? Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. a time or a fake mm -hmm. connection, or is this entirely just a video you're being played? Mm -hmm. And yes, one hundred percent popping popping on uh, fake site. I had notes for that. Uh, yes, this is this is very much like there's no connection to this mm -hmm. place to. Um, to to Isabel. I mean, there is the idea that Isabel is sitting here, and this is a possibility somewhere out there. Because I mean, go a year out, and you know, as an acanthus using whatever time site you got, there's no way you could guess what might be out there. Um, so you know, uh, it is a possibility, not something that she could discount, but there isn't anything in this to make it seem like, oh, this is a prophecy or um, as you, as. Uh... Yeah, it could happen because anything could happen. Mm -hmm. But like this isn't. I don't see it in your pattern yet. Right. At That's all. a good way yeah. to put it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I will just relay that to everyone else that this is. We don't have movies. <laughs> Right. So, uh, like a play it's being a play. put on for yeah. us. Yeah. Good. There is a definite echo from Jules going good. <laughs> and Jules' entire face this entire time has been like, there There has been some serious concern and he's been, he's been fighting the expression and he's trying to be like, uh, aware that like this is not his moment but he's like oh okay thank god because i mean there's there's some stuff going on there with that relationship and it's like oh wait by the way dad's not dead and new husband jules is going what the fuck <laughs> your input is just as welcome as anyone jules uh, just just one note ma'am uh fuck all this <laughs> You don't want it in it, and I don't want it for you. And that's all I'm going to say about this. And he's he he has been standing next to future husband, who I think you've only seen from like the back of the head, never no. seen his face. And he's just like standing up next to this guy, <laughs> kind of like it's like who the fuck is this guy? Um, you know, because he has no supernatural powers to investigate this, so he's just here experiencing it with with Isabel. So, oh, you know what? This might be a good exercise. Okay, so. Uh, you reminded me of something. So, 
Legba would like to do something. I was going to do it at the end of all the dreams, mm-hmm. just to, um, but I can do it here, here as well. Um, uh, Cloco or Legba, Legba will, will turn to Jules and say, What do you know of the occult that might help you discern the significance of this dream? If it was a real dream, there's a, a couple things of interpretation that I've read, but this doesn't appear to, based on what you and and now uh, uh, Arachne uh, has said, uh, this isn't even a real dream. It's a it's a sham. Well, even if it is a sham. It seems like a real dream. It's it's real. It's just it is indeed a dream instigated upon us instead of spawned from our own brain. Mm -hmm. Dreams are prophecies in and of themselves. They just don't have the same supernal significance that one who walks Gisela's path would give them. In Voodoo. We cultivate our understanding of dreams so that we can understand where we might go, what the possibilities are, so that we are at least aware of what our choices might cause for us. And so each image that is presented to us, we treat as a deliverance from Bondier, from the Lua, as a way of admonishing us of what is possible. Any image can be discerned for its significance. So I would suggest that you harness what you know to discern the significance of this dream. Because it might aid you when we all have to explore your own. That's true. And I want to roll a teamwork test, if that's okay. Sure. To give Jules some bonus dice. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I was going to say, is there some sort of either something to investigate with Focus Mage Sight or some sort of role to sort of, I don't know, get the message of why this particular scene was sent or, or gotcha. what sort of correlation to our journey is or mm-hmm. whatever to avoid going down um, rabbit holes uh, or anything like that all of these are basically hallucinations uh, they are pure fantasy um, so uh, there is no actual uh, dream significance Um Oh, this is not great. How does how does that look like for you folks? Yeah. Oh, I'm that's, real rough. That's real rough. You can see the number. Yeah, it, yeah the final number. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't like dark mode because you can't read those pastel purple bits. Yeah, that's gray, maybe. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll turn off dark mode. No, because it's it's on my end. It's not. It's not. It's not, it's not oh, you. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. I don't use it because yeah, you can't read the. I can't read the gray words. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, something to report up to roll twenty. Uh, but yeah, definitely two uh, two successes um, towards Jules' investigation, um, and and primarily so we do not 
drag time on yeah. on mm-hmm. this uh I, I think because it's a fucking terrific idea um uh, is you know a moment where well not a moment but i'll spend time looking through the dream um and yeah there's there's enough stuff especially starting with the residence doesn't paint out right mm-hmm. the fate things and that even uh i'm i'm imagining jules and legba both looking at this and exchanging some words about significance of different things and there's you know obviously the some of the symbolism is is pretty obvious oh look there's seer symbols all over her dress and some different stuff like that but there's it feels not necessarily ham-fisted because that sounds like it's unprofessional or something like that but it's definitely like this is an a tableau somebody made to be seen um as opposed to drawing up some actual prophetic dream um and I am very happy to have us go over everybody's dream and, and visit it if we want to. But I do want to let everybody know that we do, we literally don't spend three hours going over. Oh, this is this, none of this is significant. Uh, but yeah, I want to try to find the edges. Like I want to see the framework to try to see who built it. That I'm on board with. Yeah, like I've seen the of the, hollow death, the right? staging and the the play. Now mm-hmm. I want to look backstage right kind of. who yeah that's the director that's more the sort of thing i was trying to get at gotcha uh but before we jump to that was there uh anything further um with jewels and uh cloak Ralph? was was there anything more about the symbolism you're about to say oh that's what i was saying like most off. of it is it it is very like it is placed as opposed to uh especially from like cloak's time even pre-awakening Right. And as you know, uh, with the experience of having previously interpreted dreams like this is I I feel like it would be feel artificial, I guess, and Mm. very like placed Uh, the difference between walking into a real home and a staged home um, Mm. and like, oh, the furniture here is so nice. Except I don't think anybody would ever sit like that. Like when they have oh, all the cushions and every everybody sitting over here and the TV is way over here. It's like. Nah, man, everybody's facing the furniture towards the TV because nobody wants to have to turn their neck to watch TV, stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, and I think that's uh, if that's the interpretation, especially after talking with Jules about this, but it does prompt him into, like, oh, this is another thing, and, like, especially this being the dreamscape, I imagine he pulls mm-hmm. out a little notepad and writes down and you can see this list of different things that he needs to follow up on and learn. And, you know, he's got, you know, learning cool. to fight with Sonny Tae. So it's like, yeah. oh yeah, this is right here. I'm uh, just make that no- mental note, literally, um, and kind of set <laughs> that down, right? Fantastic. Uh, um, and so as you guys move from studying the dream to setting the framework. I really like that idea. Um, yes, the dreamscape does not go far from even, we'll use Isabel as the one sitting there. It does not go far from Isabel's line of sight sitting there on the rocking chair. Um, like the, the house no, behind inside the house. Right. Yeah. The house itself is there and you can see the lovely big porch. But as soon as you try to open the door, like, nope, that's just 
solid like it doesn't even have hinges um mm. and like you can see in but if you turn your perspective enough it's just blank walls um it is uh it is a meticulous forgery of a dream uh as soon as you look at it with any kind of critical eye stuff starts to fall apart yeah i want to try to can i scrutinize it with prime Mm-hmm. try to get any information about like who cast it right now one thing i am going to give you all a heads up on is you are effectively investigating the memory of a vision that happened right so there's going to be oh right because we're just seeing what she remembers of it we're not actually looking at it as it was happening everyone wants to remember mm-hmm. something like that right uh so th- there is definitely some things you could find but Ah, yes, framework. Oh, and actually backtracking just a little bit. Um, So, uh, yes, Uh, as you all are investigating the framework of the dreamscape that uh, Isabel Petricor puts forward to everybody, Legba suddenly goes, oh, right, I studied my dream last night. (laughs) And here are the results. Um, Now, unfortunately, you do not have a lot of time. This is an opacity two, uh, so... Uh, you do basically have one swing at it, uh, but it's not a ton of opacity. It's three total, but you have to get an exceptional success to clear yep, it all. That's okay with me yep. because I'm going to spend a bunch of mana. Yeah, so. and that's kind of what I was figuring. Uh, this is definitely mm-hmm. a one or done, uh, one and done kind of situation. Yep. Going to spend a willpower. And notably, it also feels very... Oh, crap. That's wrong. I'm sorry. I thought the spell roll would make it work correctly. Um, let's see. Gnosis. It didn't add in bonuses. So... Because it should be... Mine. Well, yeah. Gnosis space plus willpower, right? Um, and because the mana rolling is... against space? Or mine. Excuse or me. Rolling. Right. Yeah. Uh, rolling Gnosis mine plus willpower would be 11, not 8. Oh, yes. Thank you. So roll three more, please. Yep. Cool. And I spent um, the maximum mana I could. So, mm-hmm. okay, so that rolls three more. Cool. Okay. So that's two plus three mana makes five. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, would you have spent four mana? Uh, oh, no, three mana a turn. Only, right. Yeah, okay. at Nose is four. You can only spend three mana, and it goes up to five. At Nose is five. Gotcha. Uh, so yes. Oh, wait, no, it's thirteen. I can't. I would spend four. Sorry, at Gnosis four, you can spend four, but you have thirteen mana. Like, right. I swap those. Yeah. Uh, yep. In this case, all it is is deducting additional mana. Uh, yeah, but me. for uh, yeah, for the revelation and clearing through the the, the scrutiny itself. So yes, uh, very immediately recognize that this is awakened magic, um, and recognize the effect of uh, a rote. Uh, though, because you got to the deep information, bypassing the rote signature nimbus, or rather the cloudiness of it, to the mm. signature nimbus of the mage involved, which is fill in the blank here later. Uh, cool. Sorry. Um, uh, no the uh, spell factors involved, you definitely pick up. It has a day long duration, mm. and that it was affecting five subjects. Mm-hmm. Um, the spell did not cause paradox, uh, actually. Blah, 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 blah. Like five subjects? Mm-hmm. Across five s- subjects. Uh, so not jewels? But didn't get jewels, yeah. Correct. Oh, wow, okay. Well, gotcha. 
Uh, now you you can maybe make that assumption based on the fact that everybody else has reported a weird dream. Um, maybe he just had a weird dream on his own. Yeah. Poor <laughs> um, Jules. Yeah. Um, <laughs> will this spell cause paradox? Okay, technically did not cause paradox. May have provoked mm-hmm. pop- paradox, but that's not part of the identification. Mm-hmm. Uh, identification of the phenomenon linked is one uh, that the mage has scrutinized before. Yes, absolutely, because you have sent dreams to people before. You're like, oh, I totally recognize this trick. Um, the mystery is related to supernal realms. Yeah, it's a magic spell. Um, and how the arcanum relates to the mystery. Yeah. So the you know basic information that you definitely get is you were giving been given a definite vision to see within this dream, and it definitely came from a mage um, without having the signature Nimbus created in in front of me. It definitely has a Brimos kind of vibes. Um, okay. you know, twisting, uh, you know, mandalas, light, uh, or rather the scorching after effects of such things, um, as opposed to the active, uh, Nimbus. Cool. Is it possible that I would get some imp- impression of, um, what they want, like what their motivation is? Um, I don't know that, that you can get that from a scrutiny of a spell, uh, but, uh, combine that with, the visions that everybody else has had. And now we jump back to the present uh, where, you know, Legba is having that kind of revelation of, hmm, so I did see this and five subjects. um, And yeah, which may also prompt that, well, what happened with Jules? Um, But you may start to recognize that a lot of the dreams, uh, and I I think we can even throw this into the conversation you're having with Jules, is that, well, all the dreams are the witches of Purgatory Bluff separated. Mm. Nobody is there to support one another, uh, either having abandoned or uh, abandoned the others or been abandoned by the others, um, as well as the... um, What's a good way to put this? Um, A lot of the dreams kind of hinge around using or not using power. Um, In some cases, you know, you see those who have been rewarded um, or well, not rewarded, who use their power and it was turned on them. Or in some cases, uh, in the case of specifically Rilla and Isabel, apparently did not use their power for some reason um and bad things happened to them um mm. did not apply their agency in some way and were put into a position that they were not happy with i think it's a good way to put that chris um yeah and so it is you know uh going back a day talking stag versus lion again mm. yeah um, that makes or, sense and then we jump up and now we're caught up <laughs> cool so I would share all of that without adding mm-hmm. any um, extra elaboration. Sure. Uh, Jules, did you have a dream? Yeah. I mean, you know, normal dreams. Oh. Well. <laughs> this isn't this wasn't a normal dream. Uh no, no, yeah, I didn't have a dream like this or or really any of yours. Wasn't like 
prophetic or something of the future or anything like that. And yet you seemed just as distracted and upset as the rest of us this morning. Was I? I didn't think I was. <laughs> for, for the podcast folks, Chris gives a look. Uh, um, Jules like shrugs and says, I, I had memories, uh, nightmares of pandemonium again. Um, mm. I, I saw the same things I saw um, it returned back to it and um, yeah it's it was disturbing but at the same time um, I, I kind of it, I, I knew it was a dream uh, I had enough awareness to recognize I'm I was seeing memories and so I just um, I just kind of let my fears pass over me and just but kind of and shrug it off um it, it, it definitely kind of weighed on me but no i mean just bad bad dreams she'll like squeeze his hand <laughs> yeah. so and if anyone wants to change our scene feel free but the more relevant question might be leaning towards what are we to learn from this imposed another example of the stag and the lion and jumping back just a little bit because Ash had been talking about using prime to investigate the the dream and memory um, and yeah if you want to uh, roll scrutiny with um, Gnosis and Prime uh, A because I've told you meta wise that there's not a ton that you can Probably get. Probably not here. a lot to see, yeah. Right. Uh, but I do appreciate the I, the idea of the character actually discovering that. Trying, yeah. Mm -hmm. Two successes. Yeah. Um, which, very quickly, cutting through... Has no problem cutting through the one opacity of this, which is... Okay, no, I'm looking at the memory of this place. Uh, but there are some things, especially turning on your mage site... Um, that similar to seeing the the residence that was painted here that um, <clears throat> that Isabel picked up on and actually because Isabel no Isabel has forces excuse me uh, no prime yet um, but there are the the little building blocks right the what prime is that kind of space out and uh, form what it's the structure, the framework, I guess, of a spell, right? That is kind of underneath all of this. Peel back the grass and you have the layers of supernal magic that kind of created this, that everything was built on uh, and further. And just like the, the green, green on black lines. Yes, 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 yes. Very, yeah, very, <laughs> very video game. I poked my head around the corner, um, pink and black boxes and yeah all that kind of filler background that just wasn't a thing when there wasn't anything more to it yeah these are lessons in finding a balance 
and they seem yeah, like fables. Journey seems to have been the choice to use or not use power. Fables are meant to teach a lesson. Mm-hmm. Rilla, like especially bring up teaching a lesson. Rilla kind of screws up her face, making a face, shaking her head. She's like, "Well." I think I figured one thing out about our mystery journal writer. Not a hundred percent sure, but the stag and lion was one of the things the diamond order brought up uh, frequently, specifically um, the gentleman from the silver ladder. Hmm one of the lessons that they were encouraging me to learn was to be neither stag or lion, but to stride the middle and to be a sage. I stride the middle and be a lion with horns. Excellent. <laughs> Good lesson. <laughs> it's like, that is definitely the, 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 the story that the fiercest would learn. Um, but uh, she, I mean, she nods though and says, I mean, that's, their their terms and their their lessons and that's what made me think of it but that could also just merely be a thing that this particular person was using because they're aware of it but if nothing else they are at least aware of the teachings of the silver ladder so how many how many legs have we been on so far, uh, da, 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 da. or challenges. Uh, ahem, there was the prime journey, the death journey, the life journey, and we are now on the mind horrors. Four of ten. I believe the lesson is wisdom. That has that been. Is what, that is what the story of the sage is about. Mm-hmm. And that it is unwise to not act just as much as it is unwise to act inappropriately. Indeed. And in each of these in each of these dreams that we've had, we've all done things that we would now consider unwise. Either by becoming part of an experience we wouldn't like or doing something that clearly was at the expense of people we value and love. Hmm. I'm like looking around <laughs> the plantation. Jules kind of says, um, has anybody else want to share visions of their nightmares? Oh, literally. Sure. Yeah, I, it made me feel a little better to at least talk about what I saw. And I didn't even have... Um, well, I did have a scary dream, it, but it wasn't like this. So... Your fears are just as valid as ours. Thank you. Um, <laughs> good job, Layla. I mean, Barley. <laughs> 
Um, Lila is also barking, but I haven't pushed to talk. <laughs> Ash got them skills. I have distracted uh, her temporarily with a treat bag. Ooh, there we go. Um, because I do want to get to other things um, mm-hmm. as well. Um, I, I imagine we have a tour of everybody's dreams, uh, which uh, also kind of show off a different style of dream for each of you uh where isabel's was very planted in a chair and sitting um cloaks was very a little more abstract with these visions from the distance and then coming in and seeing himself um ash was had had a whole timeline compressed into basically a moment and just a, a history coming forward and then like, a... it's like when you know things in your dream mm-hmm. you might not see them in this but you know that that is what has happened right. yes absolutely so imagine hers was a very frantic first person grabbing things mm-hmm. to try to run out the door right yeah uh because you know the bad thing is coming for you even though you've never seen the bad thing and of course <laughs> Uh, well, actually, I guess I should ask: Does anybody not share their dream? Okay. I feel like I feel like Isabel would be the just like before before this like of the journey. I feel like Isabel would be the only one that would be like more hesitant about this sort of thing, and she volunteered to go first. So right. What were you saying, Craig? Um, Theo would volunteer, but of course she would. Maybe it might be the the last one where everybody's kind of looking expectantly. Nobody yeah, says anything. Everyone would push you because we all acknowledge mm-hmm. that these were mm-hmm. bad. And if you don't want to share them, that's fine. It's more from the perspective like she's not sure that there's anything more to learn by looking at her particular slice of agony. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, okay. Um, I yeah. imagine she does learn something, though, in the course of it. Craig's call. In the, in the original experience, that's what you meant? No. No, I meant out of character that I imagine having all the other mages take a look at it and offer their perspective might be helpful. It wouldn't take much. So yeah, it's up to you. You know? Gotcha. Not trying to dictate, just suggesting a possibility. Nope. Yeah, and I, I, I think especially, I can definitely say Rilla is definitely, like, standing with Theo, like, arm around her, like, oh, wow. Um, you know, a both the, like, spooky factor of there's a bunch of dead things around here, but also, like, the, like Craig said, the conscious lack of Catherine and Veloja. And she's like, yeah, okay, I can definitely see how this one mess you up and the worst part is that and points to the theo in the dream mm-hmm. he doesn't even care it's okay i won't let you become that theo neither will i <laughs> it really does seem that in addition to wisdom that the lesson appears to be that we are better together than apart 
Mm. That's true. You definitely wouldn't end up on a plantation if <laughs> like puts it points over a cloak. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> any just, of us had a say in it, right? Yeah. Um, none of us, you know, and like looks over at uh, uh, Rilla looks over at you know Gisela and says, and I'm going to use modern parlance, but it's like that, like I'm ride or die. Like you and I are not splitting up. Like um, you know we. We have each other's back, at least until we're, you know, old and gray. We get run out of town, we'll <laughs> run out together. Right. Zipping oh out, they uh, were roommates. <laughs> 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 that or Thelma and Louise. So actually, I've never seen Thelma and Louise, so maybe, but... Uh, it's a good movie. Yeah. I think the only I'm way gonna... I would like to get back onto a plantation like that is if you were infiltrating to help me burn it to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I actually kind of appreciate, uh, well, and actually because uh, really kind of looks over at Cloak and and says, why would you put yourself over Warner like that? Why would I if I were who I am now? What, what, what would what lead, lead you, you to become that? Or maybe another way to look at it is what broke you out of that in the first place? I remember my thoughts about Purgatory Bluff when I first came here. I thought it would be temporary. And I assumed that everyone here was necessarily a threat to the people I protect. Unfortunately, pandemonium left me with enlightenment and so I was less inclined to do the things I used to do to protect people I care about and to accomplish my goals it could have been a very easy slide back to where I was before exulting in my power the way you saw me do yesterday so what could happen now that could lead to me imposing myself over Warner let's say he and Theo have a conversation that does not go as well as I would hope it would let's say Ike harms someone let's say Isabel is in a situation where the mantle of sheriff doesn't protect her from someone being unreasonable and in the moment, it makes most sense for me to stop what I perceive to be an escalation of depressing circumstances. And so I decide to, in one fell swoop, assert myself as the arbiter of everything that happens in town. Because in the moment, it seems like the wisest course of action. If anyone in the group was to end up as a warlord of Purgatory Bluff, honestly, I thought it would have been me. <laughs> Which will, like, give a big, like, exaggerated wink. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, not to, like, undercut the seriousness, but no, to just be like, I, I, I 
it, it, it's meant to be a show of like emphatic like I, I, I believe you and I don't think that you would come to that point right and I think especially as you all I mean it I mean to to borrow from that one book series uh confronting the fear and then turning it into something ridiculous um it's like what (laughs) Uh, (laughs) the books that shall not be named um but uh really kind of puts a puts a hand on uh cloak shoulder and says Mm. there is always the possibility of someone doing something to us we 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 often talk about where how we could have gotten there through our own actions or inactions but um i mean cloak you are the perfect example it somebody gets into one's mind and just a couple memories and all of a sudden the wisest decision wisest course of action based off your past experience might suddenly be something terrible you're right it's why I try to consider the consequences to myself when I make certain choices so that when I impose judgment over any other person I don't forget that it turns me into a person that is more inclined to impose judgment on others. And with that, um, well, yeah, I think yeah. that's probably a theme. Yep. Um, uh, I do know, uh, especially, well, actually, as you all kind of step out of the, the meditation and kind of return back to your bodies and everybody has that moment of like, ooh, I haven't moved physically in a minute except for legba who's been like able to get up and like has finished doing some chores <laughs> and <laughs> stupid legacy attainments yeah fresh coffee right yeah. um uh it's been about two hours all told of you know kind of this this time together um and as you all kind of get out and the sun has gone from sunrise to sun is up uh, but you can also feel the, I don't know if you all are familiar with it, but the, the, the change in temperature and pressure as weather starts to come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Chris, shut up. Um, and yeah, you can see uh, coming from the west um, over and beyond the butte that you guys are not exactly in the shadow of because of how sun rises, but um, you can see storm clouds um coming in from the west and yeah it's um if anybody's been out in the desert during a storm when it storms it storms uh there's either rain or excuse me there's either no rain or it's coming down um and someone is bringing me a present maybe um but uh yes um definitely looks like uh the storm will hit probably tonight um and uh you know as you all are kind of standing looking and the journal says stay the night uh jules is like okay i'm gonna need some help putting up some shelters uh because of note looking over to especially actually you woke this morning the passageway 
mm-hmm. into no. the butte. It's gone. <laughs> Luckily, you have a nice big, nice big butte. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. It's not intended. Oh god! Oh, yeah, right. nice, nice big booty. Nice, nice big booty full of rock to, yeah. to shape a shelter out of, if we wished. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least I want to put the horses away. Uh, but besides that, I also, besides having to make shelters for everybody, uh, I know Theo also has uh, some 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 plans. Um, so I and because we we did make mention of the desire to go into uh, Theo's or Nero's. Um, yeah, that's uh, Craig, how how do you uh, mm-hmm. how does Theo plan to do this? Because obviously there's setting up a domain. Because technically you could set up domain merely borrowing um, Isabel's soulstone or you know, getting a ride, hitching a ride with, uh, with Legba. Mm-hmm. So I toss um, the scene control over to Craig. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking this is something she wants to do herself, not to cut anyone out or anything, but no, this cool. is sort of a struggle she's had since she awoken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, so she has like a pewter cup that uh, she uses as a path tool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, so I think she'll uh, make a soul stone out of that. Okay. So uh, spend your mana and willpower dot. I don't think you actually roll to impress your signature nimbus on a thing. No, you just do it. Uh, one mana, and then uh, which puts your signature nimbus on it, and then infusing it with that willpower dot makes it into a soul stone. And then uh, you need three successes on a Gnosis plus Arcanum roll, and also need to spend another mana. Alright. Handle the mechanics, and then we'll talk about the narrative. Thank you for the arcane beat. Mm-hmm. Behold a domain. Oh no, I meant for the act of hubris from creating a soul stone. Oh, yeah, it's funny. Because we also we that. Isabel's domain before. Mm. Oh yeah, that's true. We did we did work on that. Yep. Okay, so four successes, so you get that in that first hour. And then, yes, as uh, Legba mentioned, uh, making the soul stone, making the domain, I feel like, is a scene. Because I imagine, and and Craig, feel free to adjust, like grabbing hold of the pewter and making it a soul stone and then immediately going into the creation of the domain. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, Yeah, that was the intention. And the active hubris, I think, is the three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, does this apply to your current obsession? Hmm. Does it? Making a soul stone specifically. No. Okay. And does it fit into vice or virtue i'm pretty sure no soul stones i i I can't imagine making a soul stone fitting into a vice or virtue necessarily power yeah i guess it's true yeah 
Oh, I can see a couple apps. Pride's right vice. Um, but she's not doing this out of pride. Right. And is it in defense of her virtue? Uh, generosity? No. Yep. Well, yes, actually. Yes. Cool. Okay. Cool. So roll four dice. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, shit. Lose the wisdom. And what hubristic condition would you like to have while you go into your domain um, or into your own Eros and meet up with your daemon? This is going to suck so bad. Um, Admittedly, there was a part of me that was like, I'm not going to bring this up to Craig. Uh, uh, yeah, take your um, megalomaniacal. Um, I definitely don't want to take that. Um, this is kind of what, oh, this is really so shitty. <laughs> okay. There's, uh, there's no good answer for what Craig is up to. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, makes sense you don't your dream, what you're feeling have right now. to go into your Oneros with your condition. If I took the Megamalaiko mega condition, I would absolutely go into my Oneros. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. No not go. Um, so it's a mega money, and what's the other one? Rampant, Rampant. where you use magic for everything. Oh, they both suck so bad for the narrative I was trying also, to construct. Yeah, just like with all the lessons we've just gotten, I feel like Rampant yeah. is. You it's learned the wrongest old, thing. Just have an old lion detour, it's all. Uh, <laughs> so I'll go with Rampant. Okay. Now, if you, and, and this is, I'm, I'm very open to if you have other ideas of you know, the hubris of this. If you have other ideas, especially we have all played this long enough that, mm -hmm. you know, we can definitely come up with signs and sorcery. I really wish you'd given you more hubris one. conditions. Mm. You know, there's something I've never seen anybody talk about in the, I just realized hasn't didn't happen in the rookery or anywhere, mm -hmm. but uh, because hubris conditions are mental conditions, you mm -hmm. can technically scour them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, you're also affected by the conditions, so would you really scour it? Right. And that yeah, is... I'm not suggesting that mm -hmm. you, as Theo, yeah, would necessarily what, do that. Just that's it's what an I option. Did. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Uh, when I got one with a Travis, was like yeah, physically right. rip it out. Oh, remember, that's I right. I'm sorry. Yourself yeah, and stuff. I think I, I think I missed that you did that. Mm -hmm. My mistake. Is it possible? Like uh, I'm trying to. Because remember, no matter what, it's going to be a bad condition because you failed your hubris roll, but... Yeah. Well, with the condition the question has been asked. Do you want a dramatic failure? Oh. <laughs> don't put that out as one of those ones. I don't know if I can handle. Do you want this to be ongoing and permanent? <laughs> Let's go wrapped. Let's go wrapped. So we're um, going to have a good time now. Yeah, she's going in rampant. Okay. I like that. And and let's be honest, going into your Neros and going to throw magic around willy-nilly, not too bad. Yeah, except I've got a six-shooter and she's got a bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, you both have bazookas. Yeah. Yeah, neither of you roll Paradox. Yeah. Um, yeah it just has... Your, your, technically, your... I think you... She technically has more bazookas, uh, but you both have a bazooka. <laughs> She has allies with more bazookas, but you're both independently yeah. the same strength. Yeah, that's true. 
Um, cool. Um, narratively, uh, what does the you know basically past hour or so look like for for Theo? If there's anything of note. Um, so she's concentrating um, and like shadows sort of deepen as the um, as the domain kind of kicks in. Um, things just take on a bit of a spooky cast. She definitely becomes a Baba Sarah mm. um, uh, as uh, as she's doing this work, like pretty solidly into the shadow name. Um, and then, like, just the darkness seems to kind of close around her as she's finishing. So she's almost like in a like a pale skin in a pool of inky blackness. Ooh sort of deal and just to add add to it i imagine this is per- perhaps in the stonework shelter that you've created to hide everybody from the storm <laughs> and yeah, everybody's maybe looking in going you know what maybe maybe not i'll, maybe, I'll take maybe we'll rest. wait till the storm hikes against you enjoy the sunshine until uh... right. it's okay um and i think she's also getting more frustrated as she's working on it which kind of leads into the rampant mm-hmm. yeah to hubris yeah I'm tired of fucking around with all this shit, and yeah, you're rolling her sleeves up. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, gonna beat my own ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kicking my ass here, pal. Do you mind? <laughs> um, and then, uh, just to help set the uh, time of day and basically what's what all is happening around you. Uh, uh, actually, correct me if I'm wrong. Resolve plus composure, uh, right, uh, Roth? Yep, meditation. Yep. yep. To enter your own universe. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it takes an Closure hour. Five? God damn, I forgot. Mm-hmm, yeah. 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 We, are, we, are, we are here with the high willy crowd. That got the long willy. I swear, Ralph. <laughs> Put you in the corner with Noctal. Except the two you would probably get along too well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely a what have I done sort of situation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. And so, uh, yeah, you step into your domain following the, the path um, of your watchtower. Uh, the, the, you know, trail of bones uh, that leads into the astral and stepping off into your Oniros, um, which, as we've discussed previously, um, is, you know, the uh, the Romani camp, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the, you know, the, the crossroads there. Uh, when when Legba came by, there was just the one. Uh, but you stepping into your own Oniros, it's it's a fairly lively, you know, camp um, with folks arriving and leaving, um, you know, people from Theo's past, um, some of them who were Romani and other people are like from Purgatory Bluff just because the Oniros just grabs faces. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I imagine stepping off of her own wagon down the back of it and into the, you know, circle of wagons. Mm-hmm. And, you know, rolling up her sleeves as she comes in and she's definitely stalking towards the camp. 
<laughs> as Babasira. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Babasira. a quick question, because we actually really haven't had a chance to talk about it. Does um, Theo, uh, Babasira, look like Babasira in the astral, or does she have uh, a, a different look to her? Oh, definitely. She's the like the pale skin, hood up witch in the black cloak, holding a gnarled bone staff, that kind of thing. Gotcha. All right, uh, march into the camp, um, and just say, "We need to sort this out." And yet, people kind of look up at you, and yeah, I feel like it's the you know the Western classic, right? Somebody steps in, the music stops, everybody turns. Where, where? And then the music kicks back up and people go back to, you know, and yeah, people kind of return to what they were doing. And, you know, it's definitely a it's it's a 100 percent. All right. Dismissed. Don't care. Um, and, and she's ignoring them. Um, nothing responds. There's no. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I am going to do. Can't have my book open or it's going to chug my processor but i want to unravel the wagon oh <laughs> fuck this thing it's out um all right well that's more like fine you're gonna ignore me then i'm just gonna start ripping apart the scenery <laughs> until you sure. show up yeah and from from your study of the oneros and little talks it's like actually of all the places to start uprooting shit this place is kind of a safish spot <laughs> um i like that yeah. Um, Again, which is going in rampant, so. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Getting right into it. And of course, I should go look up the resolution of rampant. It's good drama. Uh, oh, right. Until you suffer a paradox. Good thing we're down <laughs> here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm gonna have this for a while. Yeah. Oh, actually, I think you can't overreach. So, oh yeah, I guess uh, yeah, one hundred percent. You're be never to. going to run into. Yeah. 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 I basically, have infinite reach in here, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And there's no sleepers to see it, so yeah. You're also in your domain, and uh, it's suspected to stitch you. So yeah, we're in. Say yeah. while you're in here, you literally can't resolve it. No. Uh, Great. Um, I suppose you want to yeah, roll, roll it up because I do want to see if you can actually pull off a spell. Also, I want to show off the new thing, even though it doesn't look super great. Well, just can't read the last thing. I got to highlight it. Reach isn't really a factor, so yeah, I'm so effectively just ignore it. Um, I'm rampant. Maybe duration. Um, I probably need scaling. Eh? Uh, for a wagon? With, uh, yeah. Here, frame. Uh, oh, out of she can't use her shadow name for this because this isn't the protecting thing. Mm. Uh, but she can use path tools. Mm-hmm. Any path tools she uses, including her soul stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's it. Cool. Oh, you clicked. Oh, shoot. 
yes, you. I haven't uh, fixed the previous one. Hang on here. Okay. Oh, oh no, we you're have fine. a new one I should be using? Nope. Okay. So six minus four plus three is five. Cool. Roll it. Um, I had another one that I was using to make everything, so I didn't break the old one, and then I never moved it over to the old one. Cool. Uh, oh, yeah, three successes. No problem. And, yes, this uh, wagon starts to kind of pull apart in pieces, and it's, you know, like smashing a Lego structure, right? Just mm-hmm. chunks of it just come off um, down to the wheels, and the wheels just kind of plunk, uh, like almost in in sync Gonna come or I keep going? No reaction. I mean, there, there's the people are like starting to like get up and move away from you. Um, mm-hmm. You know these these little goetic actors. Um, but yeah, no response. Nothing. Mm. <sighs> All right. Uh, Out of character. Into- I will let you know. You're you're on the right tack. <laughs> Um, leaning into the pride mm, mm-hmm. come out and talk to me you coward why should she stop you you're finally doing what she wants <laughs> very true uh, yeah but yeah and, and I imagine that's like a full throated well oh it's like yeah. you know driven by her yeah, yeah. Well, because I was going to say full-throated yell, but actually, no, it's Bobaceros. It's more of that screech, right? And yeah, mm-hmm. proper witchy. Uh, but yeah, there's no response. Uh, okay, so wagon's gone. I'm not going to piss her off. Okay. Um, I'm going to start building a prison. Old, like, western jailhouse. Mm-hmm. Big old prison. blocks, and yeah. Alright. Um, yep. Um, and admittedly, that's about the... Wait, hang on. You can't actually unmake stuff, by the way. Let's let's just be clear for everyone. I don't know, oh, it's, I know it's a spell name, but I was just like, hey, just remember, yeah. kids, you need Gnosis 5 to, for unmaking. Uh... <laughs> Just the spell, not the practice. It, it, it threw me for a second. I was like, "What?" Was <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember giving you notes. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm cool with just the flip side of like, okay, now that I've taken apart the wagon, I'm going to rearrange it into a jailhouse. Um, and I'm I'm cool mm-hmm. if you want to just throw the the same five five dice at that and just flipping it around. Yeah. And yeah, converting all the broken pieces, which I mean, at this time and era, we don't know the idea of atoms. Um, so that doesn't even come to mind. And but just all the parts and just the just, you know, stuff starts to rearrange and put itself. And I, I, I know you're talking about like Old West gel, but I'm imagining this thing is like a one room, like one person you're yeah, going to yeah. put into it. Very mm-hmm. like I'm making this for you, 
Is that am I am I on the right side? Specifically, vibe? There, yeah. There's like wanted posters slathered on the outside walls that are of her. Right. Mm. I love that. Um, and yeah, there's there is that you know the barometric pressure drops, and <laughs> and there is a. I imagine the where whereas Theo is standing as. Babasera, right? Who represents protecting and stuff like that. You see, like, evil hot Theodosia, right? Like, <laughs> like evil queen, you know, Galadriel, you know, moment of like, you know, hey, I'm going to use all my power and you better believe I'm going to be powerful. I'm going to look exactly how I want to look, right? Uh, and, shows up and there's there's no no staff to lean on you know but there's you know not necessarily a rich dress because i think that's totally not her thing but you know the well done dress and just very confident posture and looking at you and she's got like three inches on you well actually probably more because imagine baba sarah's the oh, hunched yeah. witch right mm -hmm. and you know kind of looks at and looks over at the prison. Excuse me? Mm -hmm. Sorting this out. That doesn't look like sorting out. I needed to get your attention, didn't I? That's fair. <laughs> we, you and I, are holding each other back. I mean, you're holding me back. Yeah. And you're holding me back. <laughs> They're holding each other back. Yeah, but I'm the one that matters. <laughs> you. Bitch, I'm the one with the body. <laughs> <laughs> Neither one of us are becoming what we want to be. As long as we keep on fighting like this. Eventually you'll give up. Or you will. <laughs> Mm, not like excise. Don't even joke about that. <laughs> it's a possibility, isn't it? Do you know what it would do to you? Yeah. I don't think my you do. Is, you think you're going to be this when I'm gone. My point is... <laughs> can't keep fighting like this because neither one of us are getting what we want. We're wasting all of our energy bickering and fighting and pushing each other when we could be doing other stuff. No, absolutely not. I'm not doing, I'm not wasting time with this and kind of motioning at the Baba Sarah, right? And <laughs> all this? No, absolutely not. I want the world to be how we envision it, right? Right level playing field nobody above oh we don't want any no masters it's the greatest equalizer we have ever found in our life together right and you want to squander it taking care of a town what if we focus our efforts together in spreading that fire. Excuse me, what? The greatest thing that ever happened to us was our awakening. Suddenly we were free. Could do, could do 
whatever we chose to do. That's the great equalizer. Why don't we spread that fire? If everybody's awakened, then no one's in charge, right? She grabs so like that. Right, yeah. <laughs> she grabs like I don't even think she grabs like your arm. I think it's like grab of like a bunch of cloth and just hauls you. Um and there's this blur of motion moving through your own Neros to the actually I think she takes you to the necropolis right that dream and you know stands and looks and said this is what we could do something monumental and you want to share this who's missing from here fuck if I care you don't care at all about Theo, um, about uh, Veloja, Catherine. I know that that's not true. They're just holding me back. They're lifting you up and pulling you forward. We never even would have started looking into Prime if it hadn't been for Veloja. Understand the truth behind all magic if it hadn't been for her. And what happened to her and what we're trying to figure out we never even would have looked at that we're totally happy just digging in the earth and making zombies and experimenting with um uh, golems and we would have been just doing that all the rest of our life okay Valusha that- was useful but Catherine we don't need her <clears throat> do because she keeps us grounded and she keeps us here in the real world she keeps us from this and like as she points like you watch fast motion like the stones pulling themselves up and you can see it's not like a dark spooky necropolis in the like pure evil kind of you know mustache twirling kind of vibe but it is I mean, it is pretty. It is gorgeous, but it is definitely like an altar to the dead, you know, vibes. Mm. And they're like, it's it's 100% within Theo's aesthetic, right? But yeah. And she's like, this this is what we could have. We can bring Valosia here. She grabs her by the lapel or by the dress and pulls her in and says, what if we could share it with her? It's like the whole thing is getting built up. Um, And as it's completing, right? She grabs you and returns. You both have this grip on each other and she pulls you up up to the top of it. And there's this throne. And then suddenly there are two thrones. Mm -hmm. She looks. I can be okay with this. (laughs) we can share power with Catherine she'd be more useful then she's not a tool she's a partner sure whatever makes you happy 
<laughs> Queen. Um, I'm going to be doing a quick and dirty because I need a fast. Sure. I mean, what, what, what are you aiming for? Because some of this, like, I'm enhancing this. Yeah, I just want to enhance the staff that I'm using because I'm going to smack her upside the head with it. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Dude, don't even roll. I love it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah that's why I was like, no, no, just tell me what you do. <laughs> yeah, it's just so just the staff gets energized. There's a dark sort of um, dry ice coming off and just smacks her upside the head with it. And now are we talking like beating her or like, you know, teacher reprimand? Definitely smacking her pretty solid to but to make a point. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she kind of s- s- takes the strike and like stumbles, stands back up and you take the shaking condition um, because you've never seen yourself in your power mad. Mm. And she she and she says, don't ever do that again. Or your she next is visit. Not, she says she is not a tool and smacks her again. Yeah. And like she she stumbles back and is like clearly like oh oh no. Uh and the the necropolis around the you. The audacity of this bitch. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um the necropolis the top of it, right where you were looking. Let's. We. I, I keep saying necropolis in my head. I'm. I'm seeing ziggurat, right? Sinks sure. the, the, the like the big thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The top level sinks down about ten feet. The walls, you know, still there, and like all of a sudden you were in a pit with two thrones, and she like has a. I don't know what I'm going to ask Craig. What weapon? Like, because. You know, the staff is, you know, is multi-purpose. I'm I'm jumping okay. straight to a sword because the sword has is made for one purpose. But I don't oh, know if she's, she would definitely have a scythe. It's true. That's true. Yeah. What I was thinking. Um, right. Witch and, queen with the scythe. Right. And this is, you know, this is no farm implement. You know why? Because she slays. Thank mm. you, Ralph. <laughs> and she looks at you and goes. That was twice. And like, it looks and says, I'm a caller, a tool. You can call her whatever you want. I'm saying she can as, sit there. As soon as she says, I'm calling her a tool, I'm going to smack her again. All right. Um, roll <clears throat> strength plus weaponry. <laughs> I don't know that you'll win this actual fight. <laughs> uh, notably, don't remember, because you're not actually using strength, you're going to be using um, either intelligence or presence. Um, but your weapon reskill, I don't. Oh, yeah, I'm not actually using. Um, so I'll use presence. Mm-hmm. Hey, I've been boosting that lately. Don't mm-hmm. you? Um, and weaponry, which I don't have any dice in. So minus one. Recall. We'll do that automatically, right? Uh, I believe so. If you select, if you weaponry. click it, yeah. Oh, actually. Point of order, you are rampant. Uh, so to beat somebody is going to require a 
point of willpower and you don't get the willpower bonus from it because that is the rampant conditions negative effect. Okay. Though I'm using my magically enhanced staff. You know what? That's fair. That's okay. fair. Uh, they'll set up. Come on. Excuse my machine is so slow. It's okay. No. So, presence. Plus weapon. Weapon. Sheet roll. Okay. Uh, yep. It's got the minus one in there. Yeah, so that, that solid success. Technically, she has defense, but I'm not worried about that right now. Um, because, yeah. yeah, this is just the, like, can you do it while, you know, the, the, the oomph for it? And do you have the gumption for it? You strike her again, and she's like, okay, um, what's your defense? <laughs> Um, my defense, just standing where I am, is three. Okay. Except I wouldn't use dexterity for that, would I? Uh, I guess no, you would not. You would use the highest of um, um, manipulation or wits. Or... So it's one better than my dexterity. Okay. You use the lowest of manipulation or wits. But it's it's your finesse straight. You don't... Oh, that's right. It's, that's right. Yeah. That's right, just finesse. Mm -hmm. Sorry, so what was the total? Um, four. Okay. Because um, here's the trick. She doesn't have any weaponry either. <laughs> well, why would she? Um, so minus four. Yeah. Um... So without turning this into oh okay, um, so yeah there is there is a connection from the scythe, um, and you take three points of lethal damage to your astral corpus self. Of note, um, would death armor affect that? Uh, that would, um, and you can definitely activate that, which becomes uh, bashing. The other thing is you can also activate your Amnion, which your Daemon cannot, which gives you armor. Uh, though I think that's an action. Or yeah, is it? It is. It okay. is? Okay. It's um, an instant action rather than reflexive. Right. So that is that is the next option. But yeah, for now, it's just three bashing. Uh, and, but like she, you know, delivers the strike and then kind of steps back and says, do you really want to do this? No, of course I don't. I'm backed into a corner, just like you. Did she, as she looks around and realizes that she is in fact got her back to the corner of this pit that she has lowered herself into. You're trapped in a body that I'm driving and I have to deal with the astral self. It's you. I apologize for calling her a tool. Theo, uh, like, visibly relaxes and stands back and plans her stuff. 
you can see her thinking, mulling things over. Okay. We continue this path. Granting Catherine power. Or trying to. You may destroy her in the end. You do realize that. And it will be a choice that she chooses to take or not. Not that part. <laughs> We're going to offer it, do some experiments first. Jules has indicated he's going to try again. Thought we'd focus with him. If we can spark an awakening in him, we should be able to do it with other people. Break him first. <laughs> uh, but we start with, well, Jules, fine. We can use him as a experiment. Catherine. And then those who are worthy, we will share power. Yeah, for sure. She kind of, you know, she's still got the scythe and it's, you know, it's, it's ready to be swung at a moment's notice, but then, you know, shifts it to the non-dominant hand. And I don't know, is Theo a spit in the hand shake kind of lady? Um, Not really a spit in the handshake, but a handshake. Right. And so, you know, offers her hand forward. Partners. We will continue to argue. But on this note, yes. All right. Takes her hand. Cool. And that is how Theo founds her legacy. Cool. <laughs> like rampant was like <laughs> the, the, the whole act of hubris and mm-hmm. the condition was like the worst possible condition to be in to come in and do this yep <laughs> awesome i love it <laughs> <laughs> oh no i was happy i was like i don't know that craig remembers that he's got an act of hubris to do if he makes the soul stone it's like there, there are these two other yep. options that don't require nope we're gonna do it ourselves okay <laughs> And I, I don't think that Theo would even be aware of that or know that, you know, so. Um, so, yeah, and it's a it's a short little dip into, you know, into your own Neros and you, you know, kind of come out um, uh, with a with a new legacy. Attainment. How, does the, hmm? how does the bashing manifest? It doesn't um, damage damage Brain in damage. the astral is literally to just your astral corpus. Um, okay. If it if it was full of I think it's full of lethal and maybe full of aggravated, but then you're kicked out of full lethal. The astral. Yeah, okay, yeah, full lethal. Um you're just punted back out and soul shocked, I think. If you're in the Timinos or the Anima Mundi, if you're in the Oneros, you just exit just like you woke up. That's right. Yeah, because you don't get hit with the barriers on the way out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so diving around and getting into a in a fight in your own Aneros is not all that dangerous. I mean, there's other um, conditions and things like that that may come out of it, but uh, you also shed the uh, shaking condition. Um, you can you confronted uh, you know Queen Gladriel. You know you would have a queen moment and then yeah yeah moved past it. Yeah. Um, after everything's like stowed away and like sort of ready mm-hmm. I imagine there's still some time to like oh yeah there's yeah because it's like i said it's definitely going to hit in yeah. the evening and right. a little little wink of magic to make the stone right shelter um 
the spell would grab Arachne. Um, you want to play some cards? <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. There's something you're looking for? Well, I had intended to ask if you have any insight or maybe a guiding hand into understanding time. But yes, it depends on what you need. I mean, hearing how the rest of you approach an arcana can be helpful. I imagine. Let's keep in mind. Uh, yeah. Does anyone have anything in common with with, with Petricor? Well. Just mm-hmm. the just the forces overlap with Rilla, right? Like mm-hmm. No one else has spirit. No one else has life, right? No. Nope. Yeah. So she hasn't she hasn't been able to really share things like that, or really have any questions so far. So it's more like I I imagine that it would be helpful to hear you talk about the, your approach, and if I can try and internalize that. Obviously, she doesn't say those particular words, but um, but after the dreams, um. I'd like to know if my father is alive. We can... I think we can figure that out. It depends on how you want to ask. One would be... When will you see him again? Right. Or under what circumstances might you see him again in the future? Mm. Okay. I think I have this Praxis. Mm-hmm. Piece of hypnosis. Okay, the sheet's not working. I'm going to use the spell template. (laughs) For each, you just need instant and um, specific question, really, Mm -hmm. because we're doing it with you. Hey, look, it actually worked. Now I gotta highlight it. Eight dice. Yeah, eight. Is the, the ma- I assume the macro is creating that, like, total? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's adding all those numbers. I mean, the, the, by consequence of the macro adding it, it's turning it yellow background. Yep. That was my question I was trying to ask. Yep. 
Two successes. Eight dice, two successes. Not an exceptional, but uh, yeah, the question, under what circumstances Two questions. Would you meet your father again? And that's an answer that you are going to get. I like that. Um... Well, yeah, I guess it's still uh, a Rackney's spell. So, um, yeah, it's it's couched in uh, probably a lot of like metaphor and uh, stuff like that. That probably will be irritating to the Thyrsus. But uh, yeah, it basically comes down to there's a lot of situations where you may see your father again. Very strongly implying that, yes, he is alive. Mm-hmm. And you have a second question. I don't know that she has one. Okay. Yeah, especially like Revelation. Hey, Dad's still alive. Uh. <laughs> You could get specific and ask it what is the soonest yeah. occurrence of that. The, what is the most likely yeah. situation? Or something like that? Uh, actually, yeah, I think it's if you return to Mexico City, mm. you will very likely see your father again. Well, now we know what not to do. <laughs> or. Or. <laughs> As I said, so now we know what not to do. Um, Did that answer your questions? Pretty clearly. The yes for me. You know how, like, this always say, like, space fake that's time to a certain extent it's like a flowing tapestry that has the paths that's already been woven that you can go see and then the future threads being pulled in and you can follow them They're not always permanent. You might do something to change the pattern, and so that thread is removed. A dead branch. Yes, pruned. Oh. And the further you try to look forward, the more options there are because the pattern hasn't been decided yet. So in this, as you say, you see it as a weaving, but if I were to call it a tree with various branches, then those that dwell among the branches 
She gets a little bit lost in the sauce. Right. Um, I'm, I'm trying to follow and I'm just like, yes, tree. I That tracks. I don't know what you're talking about with people in the branches. I think she's trying to she's, she's trying, trying to, to create the metaphor. She's trying to get to what the yeah, if she's if she's to see it like this, how are fate and time differentiated? Because I think when she, when she hears you talk of everything you do, it seems from her outside perspective to be it's all the it's all together. It's all the same. They are very tightly interwoven. Let me jump over it because the, the book actually does a really good thing on it. Oh, I, I stole the tree thing from the book because because mm -hmm. the sorcery talks about seeing seeing time as, as the world tree mm -hmm. and walking its branches to different timelines. And yeah. stuff. Uh, well, what are the vicissitudes that influence the growth of a tree? It's often weather. It's often abiotic factors. Uh, the time arcana section uh, has my favorite one. Some acanthus liken time to a loosed arrow and fate is the archer's aim. Yeah. Mm hmm. Pointed in that it's direction, but once it's loosed, it's going to go. Um, and you can't really nudge it. So. Yeah, I imagine Fates is like, again, yeah, like the, the hands weaving. You you can pluck and pull and throw in new threads. Yeah. All to find the fruit you're after. I, I so much I may love, find out the fruit on the way right yeah I so love the idea of like this is an example of people from another path studying Arcata and going okay hang on <laughs> like life and spirit sure. totally get those no problem fate time matter what the heck is going on over here and trying to make it work in their to borrow from ascension the paradigm yeah yeah if you want to continue with the fruit aspect of the metaphor, the sweetness of a fruit, how quickly it ripens or its size is often a consequence of how the tree is nourished. And those things you can't really predict mm -hmm. far in advance. So although the tree might stand the winds of time, right? The fruit that is born on the tree will vary considerably. Mm. Of course, that's an out of character statement. Right. I like it though. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think Isabel was like, it's like, all right, this has given me, you know, I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. Yeah, this is, yeah. I am closer than I was before this conversation, and that is good. Um, as we we near the end, uh, uh, kind of curious the the kind of vibe to the scene. Um, as we have basically everybody, I almost said huddled, but let's be honest, we're, we're using magic to make, make the stone shelter. It's probably a cavern more than anything, um, you know, sheltered away and, you know, there's a you know, fire going in the middle of it and there's space for everybody. It's probably actually going to be one of the better places you guys have slept. Uh, it's like we got a nice smooth floor, um, Make little divots for everybody to sleep in. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't know how much Round Theo, hammocks. Right, yeah. I don't know how much Theo went into it, but uh, Theo, Theo, Theo had stuff to do. Um, but 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Now that we're coming out of it, yeah. Because um, I imagine the shelter was built before the uh, the soul right. stone was made. But um, uh, yeah. So everybody's kind of settled in, especially in contrast. You now the sun is not setting, but it's like this is where we're chilling for the day. Um, okay. I interject. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please do. Um. Because I think the closer that storm gets, the more and more Petricor sinks into her shadow name. Mm-hmm. Like, you can just feel it coming. And she's probably A, bugging Rilla. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, this is gonna, this is the forces. This is the, for- this is the forces bit. It's gotta be. <laughs> can't, can't getting hyped be. for it, right? Yeah. And then, like, especially, like, as the winds start blowing in, as it gets, like, actually close, mm-hmm. uh, she's, like, standing out, like, at the mouth of the shelter and, uh, like, urgently questioning uh, Baba Sarah to see if the, if there's, if there's anything new, anything new instructions or anything like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, just tell me that book tells me to play in the storm. Don't look said, what does it say now? <laughs> Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Uh, but yeah, uh, notably, no. The for 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 Craig's uh, purposes, uh, no. The the journal has not changed. It is definitely, you know, rest here. Uh, now that said, it just says rest. Um, if Petricor running out into torrential rain and lightning is rest, then well, rest away. Um, right, I know. Um, Jules joins you and Rilla, and you I imagine. Am- at the mouth. Yeah, also going to be out in the looking at the storm at this point, like, with no sights, because I want to try to see the spell. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Uh, we, we will and, feel the rain on your skin. There's also that. Uh, but, and we're, we're going to do any investigation stuff, we will remember <laughs> press into brain to do at the start of the, the next session. But yeah, narratively, I imagine we have probably everybody in the mouth of the cave, some people may be outside of the the cave, uh, watching it roll in. Um, as you know, this, and because you, you can see it even changing on the ground, as you know the dirt and stuff like that gets darker. You can see the rain falling as it comes, the wind moving in, and then just rain just piling over stuff. And yeah, I imagine Petricor is you know stepping out into it. Um and Jules is power baby right. <laughs> Go ahead, Ralph. Uh, there is something Cloak wants to do, but I can narrate it next time. Okay. Uh, but yeah, and like Jules and Rilla looking at each other, watching Petricor step out there, and you can definitely for everybody else see like, are we gonna run out there? Are we gonna run out there and join her? Because Rilla has the like, I have forces. Like this, this feels like a thing to investigate and to partake in. And Jules is like. That's my girlfriend, I think. Um, and I might want to go you know, like enjoy this with her. But at the same time, that's a lot of rain. And as we see like Petricor stepping into it and disappearing in the rain, um, as you know, just it gets that darker, right? Then the thunder rumbling and then lightning flashing. And where did Petricor go?
We'll find out next time. Look up. Uh, awesome. <laughs> Probably, but uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll chat with you, Chris, this week. Um, I like I like secret chats. Yeah. I would allow um, immediately. <laughs> yeah, especially when you know immediately you can hide from everybody else. Um, thank you all for joining us. Uh, Twitch folks, sorry about the technical difficulties. YouTube guys, we had a great show today, didn't we? Uh, <laughs> um, it was good tonight. Yeah. Uh, as always, uh, join us on uh, Discord, www.yeetinto.space. Come hang out, chat, join us uh, with some good conversations. Talk about video games, talk about birds, dogs, your own shows. I mean, yeah, if you've got your show, uh, we, we have a couple people who share their YouTube uh, videos. Absolutely welcome. Um, or just talk about your games. Um, I'm going to call Griffin out here <clears throat> and actually Moku too. Uh, trust me. You can come bring your big wall of text and tell us about what shenanigans your folks are up to. We we appreciate it. Uh, at least for me, I enjoy reading it when I'm like, hmm, I don't have anything immediately to do at work. Scroll. Um, and <laughs> occasionally steal ideas. Um, if you want to support us monetarily, that's patreon.com slash occultistanonymous or www.staylucky.club. Quick, Greg, get in the car. Um, um, as he the car, stop the car. As he continues to think that we're getting away with something, but uh, thank you all very much for your support. Um, I do do not want to diminish the idea that you all like this and think it's worth money, and we appreciate that. Um, it occasionally does flabbergast us, but we appreciate it nonetheless. Um, and I think that's it. Uh, we will see you all. Next week. See you later.